date. See, like I told you, bro, like we got to wait until we start and then use all the good shit. Yeah, that's why I can't be in here with you before we start this thing, because it's just gold nonstop. You know what else is gold? What? Oh, I thought you had your chain. I forgot ch- to put my gold chain on, bro. I, I <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I need my gold chain. Do I have to stop this so you can go get your gold chain now? <laughs> no, let's go to the intro. Spin the intro. Welcome to the official Hot Keys podcast with your hosts, Nate Nelson and Tony Pree. These two have over 20 years of experience combined and almost 20 years in age difference. Get ready as they dig in deep and talk about their experiences, some crazy stories, and Bucky's. It's officially time to kick this thing off. You're tuned in to Hot Cues. Oh my God, I can't with you, dude. You're too much. <laughs> I'm cracking up my beer. Crack open your beer. My my wife's making me a drink. It's coming. It's on. Oh, she said that's all the tequila we got. Oh, I'll take whiskey. Oh, you're going hard right off the bat. Yeah, crown and uh, soda. Yeah, Topo Chico. Crown and Topo Chico. That's what I'm drinking tonight. Thank you. Thank you. You're you're a different breed, Nate. <laughs> they don't understand. This is the problem. This is why we try to record late at night because. No interruptions. Zero. Zero. But I love you, babe. I know you're listening. I just want to tell you I love you. Good good save. Good save. But guys, episode three. We're here. It's me and Nate. It's the Hot Cues podcast. But we were talking before the show that we might change the name of the entire show to Tinder Time. What do you guys think? Let us know in the let us know in the comments. How did you like Tinder Time last week? Was it great? We're going to jump into that at the end of the show. We're going to talk about Tony's results, see how we were uh, on our six girls, six girls that we picked, uh, that we swiped. Is it right? I can't remember. Swipe right if you like, right? Yeah, swipe right if you like. Swipe right, yeah. Tinder time's coming at the end of the show, but we're definitely not changing the name of the show. It's the Hot Cues Podcast. Oh, I thought you were going to like continue into something with that. You oh, do man. that a lot. Like you start with something and I'm like, oh, he's going to keep going. He's going to keep going. Let me not. Let me not. Let me not. And then it's just like silence. Like, like it's like the funniest thing in the world. But dude, so I got my Miller Lite here. You're going to get a little crown and Coke. Bring Wait, that what? back real quick. <laughs> look at look what my wife just came home with, bro. She went to the store. Hold on. Oatmeal cream pie, bluebell ice cream. That sounds... That sounds gross. You don't like an oatmeal cream pie? No. I've never had an oatmeal cream pie. What? You've never had a, the, the little oatmeal the oatmeal cookies that are soft, like they're like a no-bake, real soft cookie with cream filling in the middle. I know you like cream filling, Tony. I only like your cream filling, mate. Okay, on to the next topic. Uh, no, not, but I've never had those. with you today, bro. <laughs> nope. We're, and we're going to be hanging out after the podcast. <laughs> Episode one, we were at five percent. Now we're working our way up to nine percent. Let's let's stay out of that realm. I, I mean, let's not talk about what you did just before we started recording. Hey, man, that stays between me and you. Well, now that it's brought up, I'm just going to talk about it. You know, Nate decided he wanted to moon me Listen, right before the camera was we in the started. perfect spot, and I I got into the studio. I wasn't sitting at the chair. I I had stepped away from my desk. And I looked at the screen and I was like, oh, this would be great. So I was just like, Tony. And he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I got something for you. And I just backed into the screen with my ass, just hanging out my shorts. It was great. It was I'm glad ridiculous. it wasn't being recorded because we would get banned from YouTube for that. Oh, we'd get banned everywhere. It would never exist. Never. You'd have to edit that shit out. Yeah, I'm just going to put a technical difficulty thing up for the last two minutes of this conversation. We're good. This is greatness. This is what people want to hear. And this is what this is the hook, bro. I went fishing yesterday. This is like throwing that line out there. We throw, we throw, we throw. But this last two minutes has been like, got them. Now we about to reel them in. Let's see if we can make this show the best show of them all. And I think it might be because we got an amazing guest today. He's in the back room. And we're going to bring him in very, very, very shortly. We're going to start things off with Hot Potato with my man. Tony, do you want to tell everybody who it is? So, guys, uh, me and Native Vitality for a while. Give us a little bit. And we're going to bring in a nice guest for y'all. We got Nick Spinelli. The who I'm gonna, guest. The guest. He's the guest. Like, in our world, he's premier. And he's he just happens to be one of my really good friends. 
and I'm glad he's here. So let's bring him in, Tony. Let's bring this man. Let's bring this man to the show. He's here at the show. He's he's very confused right now. Yeah, he has no idea what just was said or what happened. I forgot I was on a podcast, to be honest with you. I was sitting here just chilling. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Here I am. Here you are. Welcome, man. What's Gucci? Not a lot, dude. Uh, We're going to get into who you are, what you are, and why you're here shortly. But to give the listeners a very fast-paced look at who Nick Spinelli is from just some random fucking questions, we're going to play a game called Hot Potato. Are you ready? Hot Potato. This is what we do. So I'm going to ask you 15 questions. And in the game, hot potato, you don't want to be the one holding the potato. So you want to get rid of the potato quickly, right? So I'm going to ask the question quickly, and then you're going to answer the question quickly. So you got three seconds. Tony's going to be our timer guy. So oh, am I? Pause I... and wait. You don't have to put a timer up. Just like count your head. Oh, just okay. count your head. And you just let us know. If Nick goes too long, Tony, you're the judge of this, okay? All right, so here we go. Yeah, just hit me with a buzzer. Hit me with a buzzer. Yeah, you need a buzzer. You got the button? You got the button? I know. There it is. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, first question, where were you born? Uh, Vineland, New Jersey. All right. Where did you go to high school? Buna, New Jersey. Buna High School. Buna Regional High School. All right. Were you involved in any sports or any other extracurricular activities in high school? Football, tennis, DJing. Tennis is an extra, like, I wouldn't see you as a tennis player. Tennis counts. I had a mean four-stroke, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, this, that's this one, right? No, that's a backstroke. That's a backstroke? This way? Front stroke. Oh, I can't tell. Maybe it's because it's mirrored. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I think this is a four-stroke. Yeah. Tony knows all about the Maybe four it's stroke. not a four-stroke. Maybe it's called a front stroke. Maybe it's front. Is it a front stroke? I don't even remember anymore. Anyway, I used to be nasty. I could still throw down on a tennis court. I like tennis. I'd never played competitively, but that I don't think I'd want to play you since you played competitively and like you would just even not playing in years, you'd probably kick my ass. I don't know. I wasn't like the best, but like uh, I was pretty good and it was fun and it was like, you know better than baseball because i couldn't hit save my life so had to had to not do baseball uh what's your favorite color blue what's your favorite food cheesesteaks cheesesteaks do you have a favorite spot uh there's like five okay uh what is i i know the answer to this but i, I want to let the listeners know i'm i'm definitely outnumbered tonight but what is your favorite sports team eagles let's go E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. I used to know the theme, like the fight song, because you're the only NFL team that I know that has an actual fight song, and I lost That's a right. bet, and I had to sing the fight song in a uh, Carson Wentz jersey, and it was the greatest day of my life. You can find that video on my YouTube. Uh, it's horrible. I, I saw it. Uh, who's your favorite athlete? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay, I love that answer. Love that answer. Uh, who's your biggest celebrity crush? I don't fucking know. Celebrity crush? Yeah. You don't have, like, a anybody that's celebrity, no matter what. That's just... Not really. I used to like Lindsay Lohan back in the day. <laughs> Wait, but what? She got, but, but she got all nasty and stuff. Like, I don't like her no more. If you're listening to this, Lindsay, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure you're doing great, but... <laughs> okay that i didn't see she's that different one coming now she's at just all. different she, it just hits different it, it doesn't hit the same anymore so and if Lindsay lohan is listening to the hockey's podcast we've done something just phenomenal so yeah yeah she's definitely not gonna hear this you can say whatever the fuck you want about Lindsay lohan <laughs> <laughs> yeah she got she got gross but yeah back in the day that was, that was <laughs> she got gross all right uh who's your favorite musical artist i think i know this one too No, that's tough, man. That's tough. There's I just because I like so many different genres. I mean, if I had to pick one, I'm, uh, Kanye. Kanye. Okay. I thought you were gonna say Wheezy. He's up there. I know you like some Lil Wayne. Yeah, he's up there, but Kanye is. Wheezy's definitely my favorite. Yeah, he's Wheezy's in my top three of uh, rappers ever. Okay. Who's your third one? Kanye, Wheezy, and who's third? So Kanye, Wheezy. Say Eminem. Biggie. Biggie. I like Biggie, too. Eminem would be four. Biggie says, what's up? Biggie says, what's up? It was all a dream. Nick Spinelli went big on IG. <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> baby, baby. Tony, don't laugh at me, okay? All right. Uh, what's your favorite vacation spot? Vegas. 
I love Vegas. Vegas I is love fun. Vegas. Vegas is my shit. Okay. This one uh, may take up 10 minutes of the show, and we're doing Hot Potato right now with our man, Nick Spinelli. But, Nick, what's your biggest pet peeve? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Jesus Christ. He's not my biggest pet peeve. But, um, <laughs> uh I don't know. Oh, there's so many. Oh, God. If I had to pick one. It could be anything in the world. It doesn't have to be industry related. It could just be what's your biggest pet peeve? I feel like there is there could be so many different ones for anybody. So I'm very curious as to what your answer is going to be here. Can I come? <laughs> I got to come back to this. I got to come back to this. Give him the buzzer, Tony. All right, Nick. There is a. Uh... There's two words that we can't say on the podcast because Tony has to bleep them out in post. And it is, I'm going to just go ahead and get the bleep out the way. It is and I don't know why, but Tony said we can't say those because we get flagged. Uh, Gang, that was just Nate's call last week. You bleeped it out last time. I don't know. Gangs are, but uh, you don't want to say either. Any of that shit will we'll get you flagged. Beep. Yeah, no, seriously, because you'll you'll get a um under the podcast you'll get a fucking uh, thing. COVID warning. Yeah, I'm gonna just stop saying it. There we go. Yeah, we can cut this whole part out, but yeah, just you know. Nick, what was your first job? My first job ever, I was washing dishes at Wheat Roll Cold Cuts. It was like a, a local deli uh, for five bucks an hour cash. Okay. When I when I was thirteen. Tony loves a good deli. It's the truth. He says that's one thing Texas doesn't have. He's like, he, he said the big, biggest thing he misses from up north. He's correct. Is delis. He's correct. And, uh, and yeah, this, this deli still in business today and fantastic sandwiches. It's all, and we got the best rolls around here, everything too, you know, like New York, New Jersey area. It's it, our delis are another level. How long, how long did you work there? Was it like a summer job? Um, no, it was actually during, it was right when, um, American Idol first came out. I think I started working there like January of, 2002 or something like that like and uh i worked there for probably six months nine months and then i moved on to another restaurant where i uh yeah another yeah another restaurant buna tavern and then uh and i worked at buna tavern and then i got a part-time gig at um bird king buna tavern was on the table and then uh bird king was on the books so i could double up and i was caked up my bicycle was fucking sick bro and you were what like 15 at this time is that 14. is that the legal age 14 okay that's that's probably why i was under the table 14 yeah 14 that's why i got my papers all right what's your dream car my dream car uh a white rear engine corvette the new like the new style the new the new john yeah ferrari Fucking looking rear engine yeah corvette white that's my dream car I wish I knew more about cars because I have no idea what the fuck is going on right now with this topic. <laughs> it's just the newest Corvette, but like the, the, they put the engine in the back like a Ferrari. When the engine's in the back, it's like heavy, so it keeps the back tires down, so it handles crazy, but like it's also like a stupid six point whatever liter. Like it's so fast. And like I just love Corvettes. They're low to the ground, they're aerodynamic, they're comfortable, the way they handle. It's just, it's my car. Like I fucking love that car. I need it. Yeah, they're pretty sick. Every time I see one, I think, look at that Ferrari. Oh, shit, that's a Corvette. They just, they styled it so sick this year. I'm, I'm glad you asked that because, like, now, it's, now I have the audio and video of this. Like, I will have my white Corvette one day. And, like, when I buy it, I'm going to fucking take this audio and I'm going to use it. Like, one day, I'm going to get my fucking white Corvette. One of these fucking days. I'm telling you. We can clip this for you and just post it. We'll just post it on social media as, like, a, prom- a promotion. Okay. Uh, Nick, if you were on death row and you knew that your last meal was about to happen, what, if you could choose anything in the world, what would your last meal be? Beef Wellington from Gordon Ramsay with the sticky toffee pudding dessert. Nick's a foodie. I knew he would love this question for sure. The sticky putty. What did you call it? Sticky putty sticky dessert? toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding for dessert. The craziest dessert you ever have in your life. It's a, it's a Gordon Ramsay's mother's recipe. That... De- it fucks. I'm telling you, bro. Do you want to come back to your pet peeve before we ask the last question, which I hope transitions into another segment? Oh, man. I don't know. I can't think of one. You can't think of something that's your pet peeve? 
I mean, other than like, I, a lot of like my pet peeves are like kind of like someone will hear it and be like, wow, that guy's a dick. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like I got like, I'm trying to think of like a good one to say out loud. Like, I don't want to say like dickhead pet peeves. Like, you know, like it's just like, um, I'm an asshole. I, there's, there's, there's things that bother me that like shouldn't bother me, but they bother me, you know, and they shouldn't bother me at all, but they fucking bother me. And it is what it is. So it pisses me off, but I feel like I should say shit out loud. Okay. Well, I respect that. I respect that. We'll be good there. All right. So last question of hot potato. What's the worst injury you've ever had in your life? (laughs) (laughs) There was this one fucking time. (laughs) There was this one fucking time we were walking to a fucking shuttle. Yeah. And I broke my fucking leg in half, slipping on ice. And it turned out to be a really crazy, gruesome break. It was a spiral. It, it was a five-inch spiral fracture of my fibula. And and it fucking broke so bad that my fibula widened away from my tibia at the ankle. So they had to drill through my fi- tibia and fibula two times and, and run two tight ropes to tighten the bones back together so I could walk again. And... um and there's this asshole friend of yours that was just like, fucking get up, walk it off. Let's go get on the shuttle. Yep. This this fucking this fucking bald guy telling me to fucking just get up and walk. Just walk it off, man. It'll be all right. Just walk it off. And uh yeah, it's six months later and it still hurts like a bitch. It still fucking swells every day. No way. And they're like, Yeah, I swear to God, they're like the swelling, like you just have artificial shit in your ankle and like it's just gonna swell for about a year. You just got to get used to it. And, uh, you know, so like every every night at the gigs, like like if I'm standing, you know, after staying a while and walking, loading in and all that, like it swells so bad. I got to like take my shoe off because like it like it gets like I can't like fit in my shoe. Now, I say it jokingly, Nick, but but truly like it was a uh, it was a devastating moment for you, for for us. I mean, just not not just well, for the trip. I mean, we well, we had a great time and we were going to have a great time. Yeah, listen, shit happens. But. If you think about it, right? If I never broke my leg, my life probably wouldn't be the same as it is right now. Like you had a lot of time to focus on me. I broke my leg and I had a lot of time to yeah, like really like try different things and build up my social media. And also I had a lot of time to make a baby and I also had a lot of time to fucking like, you know, lots go like my life is completely like since I saw you guys in te- in uh, in in Denver since we were in Denver together like my life has like taken a 180 like it's insane like what has happened in my life all around so and I like I think it's because I literally just fucking was going nuts just sitting here couldn't do shit and uh couldn't do my weddings like you know what I mean or like it, I was dead anyway I had to give up all my club gigs so like I had no gigs whatsoever and like it was like February March so like there's not a lot of weddings then anyway and like, I just had so much time on my hands and I grinded. I just fucking, I like, I, I took it as a second pandemic. I'm like, fuck, it's like another pandemic for me. Fuck it. I'm going to rip. I can still record videos right here in this chair with a broken ass leg. So I'd limp my ass in here. I'd, I had my crutches lean up against the fucking table and I was just fucking ripping, bro. Ripping. So honestly, it's a good thing. Okay. And, and they say things happen for a reason. You know, it, it was, it sucked Everything at the time. Everything happens. For a um, I thought so you were a blessing in disguise, man. Yeah. You were in damn good spirits. I hurt like a bird from uh, hanging out with Tony. Tony drove you. Tony drove you to uh, Denver. Tony and back. saw me crying and shit. That shit fucking hurt, man. God, that was hurt. He that never hurt. told me you cried. So that, give the man some props on that. Like, yeah, I tried to keep that one a secret. <laughs> I've seen Tony cry. Tony cries all the time. Oh, I didn't like ugly cry, but like I had tears in my eyes. That shit fucking sucked. That, it hurt. He even said it. Like when we were at the, I guess you'd call it urgent care because it wasn't a hospital. But while we were there, it was like, yeah. he was just like, bro, if you tell anybody that I was fucking crying, I'd be so fucking mad. And he's like tearing up while he was doing it. But now that it's been brought up, now I can talk about it. But it was so funny. He was like, I promise you, I'm not a bitch. I'm not a bitch. God, I'm not a bitch. <laughs> I can see Nick saying that. Just that shit hurt like a motherfucker, man. That was so painful. And it was such a freak accident. And then I had to fly home with it. Was the flight bad, or was it was it a piece of cake? Oh, 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 God! Like the, when you get up to elevation, man. Oh, I felt everything. 
And like, like I couldn't like, like I couldn't like, if I finally like was chilling and just let my leg just chill there. And then like, there was any type of jerk with the plane, like pain shot through pain. So like, even the ride home, I had to like, basically like hold my leg up because my leg was like on the ground where like, you know, with the car, then if the car hit a bump, it's just pain. Like I was just, just dying for like two days straight until I can get uh, in there. And then they, uh, and then they put a cast on me and, uh, and then they're like, yeah, you need surgery. So let's talk a little bit about the transition of taking an injury like you had into our world, like into the, into any world, let's like any business professional world, whatever you do that you're listening. Um, Nick is a performer. And if you're not in the DJ world, he's one of the top DJs in our industry. And Nick didn't was fortunate enough that when it first happened, you didn't have a lot of events on the books, like, because it was a slow month. So you had a couple that you had to get covered early on. And then once you started and were able to work, Two, two I had to get covered. With your boot and your scooter. Like, talk about that transition. Like, um, because for me, I know if I was hurt, I'm just the kind of guy that like I wanna I I wanna outwork my people that whoever's with me. Like, I don't want to feel like I just sit back and make everybody do the shit for me and it hurts me that way. Was that like tough for you? Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible, like everybody loading stuff for me. Like Santi did so much. Santi was driving. I I because I broke my right leg, so I couldn't even drive you know, for a, for a while. Uh, so, uh, until I just started saying, fuck it, like three months later, but you know, so three months he was driving, he was basically loading everything, like doing like every, like it, it killed me. So I still like when my, I got the scooter, I got a knee scooter and I just, uh, you know, utilize that as best I can. So I can still help like bring cases out there on wheels and whatnot. And I had to, um, I had to figure out a way, uh, to do weddings. And like, I kind of felt some type of way about like emceeing with, uh, you know, on a, on a knee scooter, you know, all handicapped. Oh, couldn't afford a DJ with two legs, you know, like, so, um, so then I just, I literally scheduled an MC with me every wedding and I paid them out of my pocket and I had them MC and I just DJed and I told a couple like, listen, you know, they, they got two legs, they'll be out there. They'll, they'll do a great job emceeing and I'm just going to sit back here and I can, I can, you know, these hands still work. So I'm just going to throw down and I'll be there to make sure everything's perfect and whatnot, you know? And uh, I did that for, um, almost three months straight, uh, just like, uh, had everything through April. Um, and then first week of May, I think I did it too. And then after that I went on my own, uh, cause I can, once I got a boot where I can like walk just on the boot, then I just, I did like two weddings, just walking with a boot, you know, around just like a boot and MCing. And then after that, I got the boot off and then back to normal. So just made it work. You know, every wedding's a super bowl. It sucks. I, you're not normal yet. <clears throat> you still got, I mean, I can only imagine like DJs know, like if you stand on your feet the whole night, and don't sit down, your feet are going to fucking hurt anyways. And you had, you have artificial plates and stuff in your leg that are making it even worse. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm sticking to a, a workout regimen and everything. And I'm, you know, just got to just put in the work, you know, and uh, figure this shit out. I'll be all right. You know, the work, put in the work. Don't feel bad for me. I'm all right. More of the story. Just make it work, people. Make it work, and I think that's the craziest thing that came out of it too. Is you you found a way to make it work, and then find a way to capitalize it as well. Like you took that, like from everything, the YouTube videos, doing the Nick Spinelli show, and then also with the content that you were creating. Like when you started getting on that rise of social media, half your videos you were still sitting on a scooter. So like then just literally it kind of took off. So what was like your mindset with that? Like, were you like, damn, people are going to see me on a scooter. They're going to freaking think I'm a crazy bastard working weddings. Like what, what was that whole process? Well, so that's part of the reason why I started making TikToks too. Like in the back of my head, I was like, well, it's kind of funny that I'm DJing on a fucking scooter with a yeah, broken that's ass like leg. My eyes, like you see the shot always is like you on the scooter and then to the controller and then to the crowd or to your turntables in the crowd. Right. So like my eyes, like, Oh, you know, at first I'm like, it's a crippled DJ. You know, if you look at it that way and it's a, it's a tension grabber, they want to stay and see. Yeah. And my, and my knees are literally on the scooter. So like, like, like there's DJ, like if you look closely at some of my videos, like I'm literally not even touching the ground. I'm literally just like knees on the scooter and I'm just up DJing, which kind of just looks silly. I'm like on my knees on a scooter, like DJing. So like, that was just like, eh, whatever. I'll just make a, I'll make light of it. Look at me DJing on a scooter, you know, and that's kind of like how it started in the, but then, uh, sh- shouts to Sant- Santi for getting the video. Fucking that, that, that Britney video, second video I posted on TikTok went viral. And that was it. So I was like, all right, well. And after that, that was just, you know, calculated. So it's like, all right, well, if this works. You remember, when I, I, you remember when I called you after that video went viral? 
Well, yeah, you called me when it hit like a million. You were like, dude, you got a million views. I'm like, no, what? Yeah, but I, I called you before that because you had told me about it. But I was like, your your first video, that was your second video, right? The Britney one? Yeah, well, the second one when I started posting on TikTok, yep. Yeah, your first one I called you and I was like, man, the only one I was thinking I would do was the Britney, the party in the USA into Britney. And then I literally told you, like, that's the one I posted. So I was like, fuck no. So I went over and I looked and then I kept watching it. And I was like, damn. Then I called you back a couple days later and I was like, you're at a million. And then it all just like blew the fuck up. Because I do that. I do that. I think all of us do that transition. But like you were the first one to throw it out there, you know, and um, I I had called you and you're like, that's the one I got. And I'm like, oh, so I I like went back and looked and I was like, damn, he already fucking posted it. Damn. Yeah. You remember that? That's right. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I was in the car with you, Nate, and I remember me and him were going to an event, and he was talking about it, and he was like, dude, I can't believe Nick fucking posted the Britney transition. I was going to do that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was, because I had just done the uh, Don't Stop, uh, what is it? Uh, Don't Stop, pop that, Don't Stop, into I Can't Stop, Flux Pavilion. I made that one, and I made that one first, and I was like, all right, now I'm going to do a wedding one and do Britney. And then Nick did mm-hmm. his, and I was like, "Fuck, I can't." I, I hadn't even watched it. I just called you from your first one, and then I was like, "I'm gonna." Mm-hmm. I was asking you about ideas. I was like, "What about this?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's the one that I literally just posted." And I was like, "What? Fuck!" So all good. I remember when it hit a million. I was so excited. I never ever had a video at a million ever. I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I got a million fucking views. I fucking I cracked the bottle. And now you're at like, what's your total views on TikTok right now? Like 150 million. Jeez. Fucking crazy, dude. Dude, that's unreal. And when we were in Colorado, you were at like maybe 50, 100,000 off the views you had? Oh, no, not even that, bro. Some of them six, seven, eight. Not no, even not that? Not even that, bro. No, no, no. You're, well, when I was in Colorado, I, 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 my, I had a couple dumb TikToks and that was it. Like, I fucking might have had, I don't know, 10,000 views altogether on TikTok. Crazy. Crazy to think how much it's changed. And you're like, now one of the top DJs in the world on the biggest social media platform in the world. You look at it that way? I guess. He's like, my life has changed, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I has know. anybody told you that yet, Nick? Has anybody, has, have you thought about that yet? No, I don't know. There's definitely bigger than me though. It's gotta be bigger than me. Uh, James hypes massive. Yeah. James hypes up there. Instagram's crazy though. Like the Instagram is like what what's what's shocking me lately, man. I can't believe like Instagram is pushing reels like they are. Like if 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 you're a DJ listening to this and you're like like just please promise do not fucking post regular videos. Post reels. Everything's a reel. Like like when's the last time you seen a reel on a fucking Instagram feed? Like like or when's the last time you seen a regular picture or anything else other than a reel on an Instagram feed? Like everything's changing. Like I, I still see DJs this day posting videos, like regular horizontal videos. Like they that's only gonna get showed to like five percent of your followers and that's it. You're not gonna get pushed on any type of algorithm. But then the op it's like a hundred times better to post on a reel. They'll literally push anything. It's insane. I'm seeing the stupidest videos get to twenty thousand views for, for with people with no followers. Like like TikTok, just like TikTok. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like they're mimicking the algorithm exactly. Cause like it, I'm seeing so many now similar uh, like similarities when I first started TikTok. I post a couple of reels as well, the same videos, and it wasn't even close. Like like reels, like just it was just like you know whatever my normal. Like I would get like you know I used to average like ten fifteen thousand a video, which was solid on Instagram. But I had my own little following. I built up whatever, and you know, and, that, and that's what I got with my reels. Like the first like I don't know ten reels I posted, you know, with the same you know like live shit, and then all of a sudden, fucking I don't know, I forget which one. One of my reels just got like two or three million views i was like get the fuck out of here for this and then like and then i started fucking with it and like it's like the algorithm changed now it's just like i i average over a hundred thousand a reel at least like most of them are well over that and it's like kind of like the same as my tiktok now like i think like there's a huge opportunity on reels and like you also don't want all your shit in one basket either because you know what if tiktok you know with all their fucking data sharing and all this like you know whatever conspiracy shit you know china's watching if this shit's true and they actually do shut it down then, you know, there's a lot of people are going to be fucked. You know, a lot of people are just cool on TikTok and everywhere else. No one gives a fuck. So, like, definitely try and have some bleed over. Like, don't don't forget about Instagram. Don't forget about Facebook. Don't forget about, you know, all the things. I don't know how yeah. I even got on this rant. No, I mean, this started. is where we wanted to go. We wanted to talk 
about your social media growth. I think it's insane that 20 second, 30 second videos and just all you're doing, all you're, you're doing nothing different except for going home and editing. You're giving a phone to Santi, Santi shooting. You're playing a party the same way you always do. How crazy is that? You're not. Sometimes you're looking over at the camera and going, you know, like, look at this or something funny and you're playing to the camera, but you're, you're really not doing anything different. So I love what you said about DJs. If you're listening, post these. Yeah. And you've gained a hundred thousand Instagram followers since Colorado. Were you about 50,000? I was at 20. I was like 20 here in Colorado. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm literally I get about two thousand followers a day on Instagram, at least. That's insane. At least. We're talking a six month time period right now. Just so people who don't understand when we were in Colorado. Six months. That's unreal. And and also had, go ahead, what were you saying, Nick? Well, I was gonna say, like in, in Colorado, I had I had seven hundred followers on TikTok. That's how many followers I had on TikTok. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. And wow. What the fuck? <laughs> like the, it, it it goes to show what your content. I'm so glad I broke my leg. <laughs> so, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, and I got a baby boy on the way. I got I a got a boy, boy first Nick try. Jr. That's what I wanted. I wanted Did a you, boy. That's what you, I wanted. And you're naming you're naming him Nick New, Nick Junior, right? Part two, bro. <laughs> Do you know how much it sounds like the Nickelodeon TV channel? Nick yeah. Junior. Well, listen, we got a perfect room theme, right? Yeah. I'll fucking I'll slime him every day. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, no, that's regular Nickelodeon. That's not Nick Jr. I'm bugging. That's regular Nickelodeon. That joke wasn't relevant. And Nick, how long have you had 551,000 TikTok followers? Uh, I don't know. Since yesterday. When did you hit half a million? I hit a half a million uh, two weeks ago. Wow. Wow. What's disturbing is my dad sends me your content. Like, he has nothing to do with DJing. Absolutely zero. The only reference is me. Nick, you you want to see a fanboy in Atlantic City? You, you're gonna. I promise, Mikey Pre. Tony's dad's coming to AC with us. He's gonna Let's fanboy go. the shit out of yeah. you. Yeah, he's gonna be like, y'all, let me get in a picture. I don't know why I sounded like Arnold, but <laughs> I was like, my dad does not. <laughs> now he'd be like, hey, you fuck, get over here. Let's take a photo. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, where's the New York accent? I don't know where that came like, from like, at all. He said, oh, oh, let me get the picture. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah no oh god but my dad like already was like oh my god anthony you have to set up a little thing with me and him i need to just shake his hand i need to like know how he makes his stuff i was like oh "Oh, my god dad he's fucking crazy and it is crazy it is crazy nick like i get texts or i get dms on instagram from like my buddies from in college yeah they're all like in the professional world doctors dentists they're insurance guys like whatever and they're like yo check this dj out and they send me a dm all the fucking time and it's you and i'm like Oh, okay. You know, I'm just like, that's crazy, but, you know? But if you think about it, though, like, it it was all by accident, but, like, I think I kind of figured out a way for a DJ to, like, appeal to regular people. And I think that's, like, the biggest, the, the, the biggest hurdle DJs have is, like, appealing to regular people. And I think, like, it, it uh, it's largely because of us. Because DJs tend to only want to appeal to other DJs. And I was literally, this was, this was me my whole life. Like, you know what I mean? My whole entire following always has been DJs. Like, Nate, we've been friends for years. You know, for a fact, like, I've always, like, like, like since I started making content, whatever, last couple of years, I've been grinding for a long time with this content shit. But it's all, everything's towards DJs. Everything's towards DJs. You know, I had whatever followers I had, like, 95% were DJs. Like, like that's but like that, literally there's a just ceiling. Like, there's exactly. a ceiling with DJs. There's only so many DJs. And, you know, the key to anything, I feel like if you want to like, you know, I guess grow on social media, you got to appeal to regular people. You know, I mean, you, there's niches, of course, but like you got to appeal to regular people. And I, I kind of figured out how by accident. And that is like, you know, wedding content is the most powerful content on earth for us, for DJs, because everyone, the, the weddings are the one event that like every DJ can I, or every regular person can identify with. Like, like not everybody's been to a sweet 16 or a club or you know, or not everybody goes to bars. Not everybody, you know, has been to a quinceanera and seen a fucking shoe ceremony. Not not everybody's like been to corporate parties. Not everybody's been. Think about every. Not everybody's been to a mitzvah, right? Everybody's been to a wedding, bro. 
everybody has been affected by a wedding somehow. Most people get married. Most people like, so like wedding is the one, one event that we do that like would appeal to anybody. No matter where you're at in the world, everyone gets married everywhere in the world. Everybody, fucking everybody. I think they even get married in North Korea. Everybody gets fucking married, right? So multiple times in North Korea, probably that shit is so fucking gold. So that shit is so gold. And then, so like, so if you can like, so I just by accident feel like you're basically getting an inside peek of me DJing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like at a wedding, you're so you're seeing the wedding and there's so many things that identify at a wedding too, which helps it like go viral because like you record yourself, you record yourself doing a mix in your office. That's one thing, but like you record yourself doing a mix at a wedding. Number one, you're always at a different venue. So like the, 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 the surroundings always change. You're not the same fucking background in your house every day. Right. You, you, my, my environment always changes. Number two, there's always different people and there's always tens, dozens, if not hundreds of people there. And so there's so many things to look for. You can look at me and me mixing and my mix and my idea, but then you can also look at the crowd and look at each individual person and how each individual person is reacting. And, and it's so funny how like, I'll see comments of people pointing out little nuances in my video that I didn't even notice. Like you see that guy with the mustache in the back, you see that one girl with the blue dress all the way over there. Like, and I didn't even notice. And then like, I'm rewatching it to see it. And that's what happens. People end up rewatching the videos a 10,000 times because they're looking at all these different people and all these d- different little nuances, these little details of the video, you know, just ch- seeing what these people are doing. Cause it's like, it's like, you're there. It's like you're a fly on the wall. You know what I mean? You're watching a live situation. So the rewatches give the most TikTok points ever, you know? Yeah. I watched your, one of your last ones. I rewatched the one with the bride came up and you were doing, uh, what was it? Like, uh, you just were doing a, oh the one I just posted yeah yeah it was the jump on it one where you were like uh, yeah that one and the bride's reaction like you can hear her talking like I watched that like six times in a row just because I her reaction and her coming up like yeah and she went to the groom she was like yeah and like that's amazing like if you need to have Santi teach a class on how to shoot your shit because I can hand my phone to my assistant bro and it's like all they're like they're like up on my face I'm like get the fuck out of my face and film the everything like put that shit on 0.5 all the time and, and, and he just does it natural we never really talked about it we've done little like adjustments along the way as we watched our footage back and we just like collabed on it but like to be honest with you he kind of just does it natural it's like the craziest thing and it you know yeah i mean shouts to santi did i was i was busting we're not busting balls but i like, just talking like a little while ago and i was like i was like bro do you like you realize like as a videographer you have like like hundreds of millions of views. <laughs> like how many videographers can say they have that many views? Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's filmed every TikTok I've ever made, you know? And that's another thing too. You know, I could be wrong on this. You tell me, but like, I also think that like having a handheld camera like that, like being held is a major key because it really makes you feel like when you watch it, it makes you feel like you're in the room. And I'm saying this as opposed to the 360 camera videos, like all these 360 camera videos, I see DJs post you know, with the warped, like super wide angle lens look, it's just, it's, it's distorted. It's not like, it's not like real life. And I really think people don't identify with that. Like, I think it's a cool artsy fartsy it's way cool to, like, to DJ. Like, it's another cool DJ thing. Like exactly. Oh, nobody it's else cool gives a to fuck. DJs. Regular people are just like, ah, it's warped. Like they, so they just, they scroll. I've not seen one DJ video that was in like warped like that with a 360 camera go off. Not one, not one. And I watch, I'm, I'm literally trying to find one because I want to prove my like little theory wrong, but I really think it's right. I think like DJs are shooting themselves in the foot by not just using a regular fucking camera or use the 360 camera, but just edit it, edit it in the like 1080 by 1920. Like just the regular, not the warped, super wide angle flippity dupe. Like it's, it's like, you know, like. That and then direct audio. Make sure you use direct audio. But I always do like an 80-20 mix. So I do an 80% of the actual sound. You know, we use a shotgun mic. I actually film. I don't film with a phone. I film with a um, Canon 60 Mark II, 24-1.4 lens. And then uh, we have like a shotgun mic right on top just to get like direct audio. And then like, and then I hit the record button Serato. So like 80% of like the actual audio from the shotgun mic, 20% of the audio from Serato to give it the bass, to give it the punch. You can really truly hear the song, but it's also like, you know, Still a good mix, so it sounds like a live video. All right. <clears throat> so I got to do this this weekend, or it, or it's just a fucking idea that I have that I'm sharing with the world or with the 40 listeners we have. Have you done any, like, 
crowd participation, like kill the music, get them to sing along and then throw the music back up. I haven't seen those on TikTok. I've seen the word plays. I've seen the transitions, but I haven't seen like living on a prayer. Whoa. Like the crowd, just all you hear is the crowd noise and then go back to the live audio. I'm doing that this weekend. Okay. I'm telling you right now I'm doing that this weekend. I'm going to, that'll be my, my first big reel that I'm, I think will pop off and, and I'll post it before the show airs on Monday. So I've seen um, that is a big thing in the club room. I've been seeing that a lot more lately where they'll take out uh, a very popular vocal and have people sing it and then bring it right back in. I've been seeing that a lot there, but I haven't really seen it at weddings for the most part. I don't know about uh, what you think, Nick, but Nate, I haven't seen it at weddings, I think. Do you do you do that, though, Nick? Uh, yeah, I do that all the time. I just uh, it's usually in the middle of the song and I usually post transitions. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, but that's my just, like or, if if it doesn't work for me, you already have the following. I'd love for you to get a shot of like knowing you have a, a song like that. Like, do you ever play Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain? Absolutely. Uh, you so can, like, There's a lot of spots in there that I drop. Like, I, I want to see, like, test your theory because y- you didn't do you did a transition but jump on it was already on on the last one and you i don't know if you came out of the other song because where you cut it but it was just it sounded to me like you were just playing a soundbite over like you did for the um it was an acapella out of uptown funk it was an acapella out of uptown funk and then i just i i uh, i cut apache the regular apache on top of it like i just uh i just uh played the regular apache on top of the acapella uptown funk and then i cut the acapella out that's all cool well that's that's my idea i'm gonna try it I'll let you guys know next week how it goes. I'm going to post one this weekend. <laughs> Nick's like, I don't know. <laughs> no, like, like, I'll try that, but I got to, um, I think like, I, you're right. I haven't really gotten a video like that. And I do. And I haven't seen it in my weddings, that, but it's, settings. but the thing is, is like, I never do it like near a transition. If I can, if I can figure out a way to do it and then transition as well, I think that's like, that's a double whammy. That would be like a recipe for success right there. Rather than just like play a, a song scream, then... like a scream in to straight to a drop well, where the next word is this the way, same like, or something, you know, like it's gotta have, like, if it's just like you, if you're just playing, man, I feel like a woman. And the whole video is just like the course of man. I feel like a woman and you pulling it out and people singing along. That's cool. You're watching a wedding. People are having a good time. It'll do decent, but like the edge isn't there like i feel like to give it an edge it would have to be like you're playing man i feel like a woman you cut it out they sing you cut it out they sing and then you drop something fucking crazy and then it's like oh shit and then that transition on top of it and then their reaction to that transition now you got potential to have a viral video you know what i mean like i think like that's why i never really like so like i cut out like uh respect by aretha franklin you know like what you want and then i cut out baby i got it and they all sang it uh you know um all um all the small things blink 182 you always cut out the work work sucks sucks. (laughs) exactly like you know what i mean like we all do it like you know but like it's just it's in the middle of the song so to me like i feel like that wasn't valuable enough for me but you you try you let me know what you think but if i could figure out a way it's a good point if i can have some crowd participation there but then also do like a, a transition i think that uh that that might slap if it's uh if i don't fuck it up I think it's one of those things that when you're doing it live, there's going to be some type of fuck up with it the first couple of times you do it anyways, because, well, who knows? You're also relying on the crowd in that transition moment, seeing if they're going to react to it the way you want them or sing along the way you're hoping they sing and react the same way that you're hoping for to get that viral video. One little trick with that, too, if you want to like tell whoever's filming you is that, um, you know, uh, uh, you'll notice in, like how Santi does it. So he'll be filming me and I do the transition and then we try and wait like one to two Mississippi before he shows the crowd. Uh, so like one to two Mississippi after I drop the next song before he shows the crowd. Because when you first drop a song, people have to process it. It usually takes them about one or two Mississippis to, and then they get it, right? If you, the second you drop it, the cameraman just goes right to the crowd. You're going to catch the crowd processing. And the crowd's not going to be lit at first. And then they're going to get lit. And it's kind of weird. Whereas like, if you just wait those two seconds and then show it, the crowd's already lit singing the whole thing. And, and, and you never saw the, the, the in-between, you know, them doing math above their head and shit. You know, that's a little yeah. tip as well. <clears throat> All right. Two Mississippi. I'm adding that to the. Uh... Yeah, I, I think two Mississippis are the, or the, uh, the, the sweet spot. Not two Tennessees, two Mississippis. Nah, nah. Tennessee's too short. Is it? Wait. Tennessee. 
Mississippi. Yeah, one extra yeah. syllable. Yeah, it's like one syllable more. You one Tennessee, two Mississippi. You know, no, it just came out of nowhere. But um, okay, hold on. I want to talk sports for a second since I got a fellow uh, Eagles fan in here. Um, talk to me. Well, I got to go to the bathroom <laughs> real quick. I'll let you guys talk. I'll be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna sit through this one, Nate, because I have to sit through okay. you and Kevin talking about the Cowboys. So, okay, uh, <laughs> Kevin doesn't know anything about football. Okay, <laughs> I will call him out right now. I don't know how how did that conversation go because he don't know shit about it. He don't follow football. If he act like he fucking follow football, he does not follow football. Okay, You're right? But Kevin he was like, it, it was my dad. Fan. My dad liked. Uh, wasn't it? Didn't he say that his dad was a big JFK fan? So they came to Dallas a lot. And you like, gotta be knew- like, listen, Kevin, name one person <laughs> on the offensive line of the Cowboys. Like, you know what I mean? Just give him something like medium. He but. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I could ask him who the running back of the Dallas Cowboys was, and he probably no way. Know. There's no way he would get that. So. He would get that. Yo, fucking Cowboys suck. Right? He's like, oh, they played today. I didn't even know. I was like, oh yeah, it's Sunday. Oh fuck, did they lose? I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, bro. Okay, I can't even talk shit to you because you don't even care. So fuck you. And right, stop Nick. Talking. I gotta ask you this before Tony talks sports. Do you like hockey? So I used to really be in hockey. Um, I ha- I don't follow it anymore, but I love the sport. I think it's fucking fantastic. I, I you know what I, I I would almost say it's my number two to football. Like like legit. Like just like I just love the sport. I think it's a fantastic sport. Yeah, they go fuck yourself. I, I mean, they I, listen. I listen. I Bro, I watched they, the I watched the playoffs this year because of you. You you sparked my interest in it. Super physical sport. Super physical. They fight each other. They don't give a fuck. They do dirty shit. All hockey players are crazy. They all get fucked up too. Like I've DJed for hockey players. They did they pull their rage. pants down and sing "Sweet Caroline"? No, it was uh, it was not "Sweet Caroline." It was a uh, country roads. It was that country roads. So uh, we, uh, I had a hockey player that played it for Duke, and their whole Duke hockey team was there for a wedding, and like they all got in a circle, and he, they made me play "Sweet Caroline." They all pulled their pants down, and they're just standing there in their boxers singing Sweet Caroline in a circle. Swear to God, I have video of this shit. It happened. That's random. I never posted that video because they're in their underwear. Like, you know, but... I'm searching this up right now. Sweet Caroline, do cocky. <laughs> okay, so this this groom was crazy, bro. Like, a table <laughs> fell. Have you, have you ever had a table fall at a wedding? No. Like, the leg buckle and fell and all the glass pieces went everywhere. The plates, it was all china. I bet, there was I, glass I bet that fixtures. happens all the time in Buffalo, right? <laughs> Nobody Why? got that joke. They jump through tables all the fucking time. <laughs> you ever been to a Buffalo Bills game? All these fucks do jump through tables. <laughs> no. Do you follow Barstool Sports? Yeah. See that? That's where you need Tony. You needed crickets there, Tony. You needed crickets. I said that you guys both got quiet. We're like, what the fuck did this guy just say? They <laughs> doesn't even know where he has the sample on his own fucking roadcaster. There it is. <laughs> there's the crickets. There's the, there's the crickets. I need to label them. I don't know which one it was. So, yeah, so this groom, he literally, like, when the table fell, he went and he screamed at this little server girl. She's, like, sweeping up glass with the broom and the dustpan. And he, like, just, what the, what, how did y'all let this happen at the catering? And then he, like, goes towards the kitchen, bro, and I straight, like, kick, like, he's kicking in a door. He kicks the door in a mid-sprint almost, and the door slings open, and you can hear him screaming, and I'm, like, playing music loud, and everybody's just, like, focused because this table fell, the groom's going absolute ape shit, and then he got hammered. And then they all pulled their pants down. Same wedding. Sorry. Carry on. Cheerio. So what song did you drop when this happened? No, I was already playing something. Um, what, what would you play next? Did you switch up the vibe at all? Or you just like kept doing what you're doing? No, I just kept the party rolling. Gotcha. It was a pretty good party. I mean, they, they danced their asses off. Um, I did not switch the vibe because I don't want to change any attention negatively towards the client. You know, if I change yeah. it up where he's like, whatever, like, you know, I could have played like break stuff, Limp Bizkit or something, you know, it's just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. Like that in my mind would be funny to play, but never in my life would I do that. You could have went on a whole fucking mega mix. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. You could have went through all kinds of different fucking move, bitch. Get out the way. Like, dun, dun, dun. 
and then, and then and then the groom turns around and comes after you and just punches you in the throat in front of exactly. Everybody. He's a hockey player, bro. I was like, oh that's yeah, the whole they, point they of scrap. This. They all scrap. No, no, no. They all scrap. They don't take shit. Hell no. I could have played like the Street Fighter drop or the Mortal Kombat drop. Get over here. <laughs> just went full blown fuckery towards everything. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. I just kept the party kept the party rolling. But but so so how about the Eagles? Number one offensive line easily in the league right now. Okay. Easily. Easily. I mean, easily. I, it's, it's fucking stupid. Our offensive line is stupid. Okay. Our receivers, stupid. Fast. So good. Stupid. So fast. You, you still fantastic. have Jalen Hurts. I just Exactly. Want- All he has to do is be a six. If Jalen Hurts, he's our only weak link. If he can be, and we could use a safety, but like. He's we're, the most important still. position on the field. Uh, not if everything around you is amazing. Yeah. Like, like, you could be a six and make it like it's happened many times in life. Okay. Ask Dak like, Prescott we, that. Wh- what about our, what do you tell me? You, he hasn't had the best pieces around. Are him. you serious right now? Are you serious <laughs> right now? Yeah. Zeke Elliott led the league in rushing with their second year. Okay. You're just thinking about offense though. What about your defense? Like that's, 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 that's where it like, that's where the Eagles are also fantastic. We have the two, we have the greatest cornerback combo on earth, like ridiculous, right? Fucking linebackers. Ridiculous. Our line is ridiculous and stacked and so fucking deep. The only thing we might be missing is a safety, but regardless, like we have like shut down corner. We have a ridiculous defense on top of it. You see, we have the best player in on defense on the field in the NFL. Micah Parsons. You can't, you can't. That's okay, what? yeah, you're sucking his dick. <laughs> Michael Parsons, I guarantee you, will go down as a Lawrence Taylor best player, to, one of the best players to ever play the game on defense. I don't know about Michael the Parsons best is an animal in, in the league right now, though. I mean, he's 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 ridiculous. But like you guys also have a lot of empty parts of your day. I mean, listen, you need whatever. Cowboys are washed. I mean, at the end of the day, they're wa- you guys just get Amari Cooper. He got him. But what, what else you guys get rid of? You guys, you guys are a shell of your former self. Jerry Jones is old, senile, and fucking everything up. He just takes his helicopter places and makes stupid decisions. When that motherfucker dies, okay, when Jerry Jones dies, then the Cowboys have a chance to fucking be great again and actually win a playoff game. That's when they have a chance. Until then, it's just going to be tough for you, man. It's just going to be tough, and you got to hang in there. You got to just hope. I thought COVID was going to take him out. That motherfucker survived COVID. I, I I was sure of it. That was one of the things. We were shutting down. I'm like, fuck, Jerry Jones is going to die. Cowboys are going to get good again. Motherfucker. Fucking Jerry Jones. And then and then he survived. That piece of shit survived. It's, it's unbelievable. I could have done a backflip. He also got away with the whole kid scandal shit that just happened, too. <laughs> Oh, he gets away with it. He's a bajillionaire. I, if if he got sick and had to do, go fund me, I'd fucking donate. I'd help him out. I, I, we need no, to keep wouldn't. Jerry Jones around. Yeah, we need to keep Jerry Jones around. He he's he's the reason why the Cowboys suck. Honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> I can't and and like you, Nick. I'm gonna save this audio for end of the season. Oh, this year's our year, guys. This year's our year. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's just a division. Oh, okay. Who won right. the division last year? Yeah. No, no. Okay, let's save this audio, okay? Cowboys will be third or fourth place in the division. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Giant the Giants are getting good, okay? And and Washington could Washington's depends, never going to be good. But, <laughs> yeah, but the Giants are getting good. The Giants are about to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Tom Brady just got Julio Jones. He's a little washed, but like, yeah, but of course. They're, they're, they're He's a touchdown machine. He, Brady's just going to throw it to where only he can catch it. And when you have a quarterback of Tom Brady's. And, and a, he also has Mike yeah. Evans and yeah. fucking and like, yeah, it's ridiculous. The Tampa Bay is ridiculous. The Rams are ridiculous. There's so many good teams. That's what I'm so excited for the, the, this year, though. There's so many good teams. Like the Rams are ridiculous. Rams are fucking, good. Yeah. There's a lot of teams. Like, I don't know. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be. A I love season. Nick's enthusiasm for sports at the beginning of a season, right when football is about to happen. Because Nick is the most animated person about the Philadelphia Eagles. He's the most animated person about fantasy football. And then about week six, Nick goes silent. That's not true. That's not true at all. You're lying. You're lying right now. Right <laughs> You're gonna start this podcast with lies. No, no lies. This is your third episode. Maybe week seven. Start week, with lies. Maybe week seven. Maybe week eight. But Nick is never talking as much mid to end of the season as he does in the first. You're just talking about like when I went to that Cowboys game and we. Got I love your passion. 
That was the same shit at the Cowboys game. You we got on the we got in the truck and you were like, I don't remember what the exact phrase was, but the Cowboys are I don't know what you said, but it was probably very human. I probably laughed at it. And then I didn't really talk shit until I threw up that night and went passed out on the balcony. Oh, you were talking shit too, Rose up. You were squawking the whole fucking game. (laughs) This bitch. You were squawking the whole fucking game. This bitch. That's where the whole this bitch came from. Yeah, with your 24-ounce fucking can of fucking whatever seltzer they had. Yeah, whatever seltzer it was. Squawking up there. Hey, man. I'm a very animated person. It was a good time. I almost got uh, in a fight with some lady's husband because she was, like, trying to have y'all's back. And they didn't realize that we were friendly shit talking. I was just uh, annoyingly drunk. Yeah, you were you were squawking, and she was like, "Yo, shut up!" And she started sticking up for us. I was like, "I know, right? This guy, I don't even know this guy. He's such a dick." <laughs> and then I said, "This bitch," and that guy goes, "You call my wife a bitch?" <laughs> and then y'all were like, "Nah, he's with us." <laughs> At first, Nick's like, "I don't know this guy," and then he's like, "All right, he's with us. We don't need any problems." <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm still so bad. I wasn't near you guys. I was all the way at the top fucking watching the scoreboard over the field because that fucking screen is massive in the middle of the field. And you were dealing with (laughs) Justin because Justin was talking hella shit to you. Yeah, but he was also drunk. So he pulled the bro. I love you, but fuck the Eagles. (laughs) Nick, have you ever been around Justin the DJ when he's been drunk? No. Okay, we'll make that happen in AC. I promise. And you'll never have hugged a man more in your life. I promise. Nice. Justin gets real huggy, and he's like, "Man, he just tells you what he loves about you every time." So, 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 so what's he just like? Hug your knee? <laughs> he is a little man, <laughs> but he's like a damn spider monkey, also, bro. Stop, stop hugging my knee! Would you? Would you get out of here, God? <laughs> Come on! Would you get this guy out of here? <laughs> yeah, he's I can't a little even walk. Dude. I can't even walk with him hugging me like this. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's not your bad leg, yeah. we're good. That's it. Yeah, usually <laughs> I'm sitting down. So, and then like when Tony's with him at restaurants, he just like there's a whole booth, and Justin's sitting on top of Tony, just hugging him. It's a problem. Like I'll, I'll be like, we'll go to a restaurant, and there's like four or five of us, and we're in like a booth that holds like seven people, like four in each end, three on each end, and fucking three people will sit on the other end. I'm like, fuck, Justin's gonna sit next to me. And then he fucking comes down. He sits right on top of me. I'm like, bro, really? Like you can't. <laughs> and, then two, and then two beers later, he's in your lap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Santa and a little kid giving him a Christmas present. It's like, what would you like for Christmas? And he's like, I just love you. <laughs> I love me some drunk Justin. I love me some drunk Justin. It's the greatest. Hey guys, what's going on? It's future Tony here. So we decided to cut Tinder time from this episode, mostly because Nick got a little reckless. So we cut it from this episode. So we're just going to skip to the end of the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed so far. Yeah. Yeah, this is where it's... What if she's the one with the donk? What if she's the one with the donkey donk donk? Yeah. All I could hear is, got drunk like a drunk. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I love the thong song. How do you know that song? You're young as shit, Tony. I, he's a. Oh, you're a DJ. Yeah, I'm fucking stupid. I'm dumb. But like, but even still, though, like, I, I feel like like that was like such a niche like that. It, like, does that still work? Thong song? I haven't played it in years. I haven't played it in forever either. I should have played it at a party I did in Austin a couple weeks ago because it was all like throwbacks. It would have it would have banged. I should have. I was playing Mac Miller at my wedding this weekend. Yeah, I saw that. That was fun. Mac, Mac Miller bangs around here big time. I, I was so shocked when I was DJing. They were like, yo, just play a bunch of old hip-hop. So I was like, all right. So then I thought they were talking like 2000s. I was playing 2000s, no reaction. And then I started playing like uh, Lean With It, Rock With It. Then I was going into like Mac Miller. So I played uh, The Spins. Then I was like doing Headband by B.O.B. I was like, oh, my God. And then the groom came up to me. He's like, play Mo Bamba and make all the music explicit. I was like, oh, God. Here we go. That's the kind of party you want. Those weddings. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Nick, we appreciate you, man. Um, appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, this has been fun, dude. And uh, I know you do this. You you spend a lot of time in front of the camera. You spend a lot of time uh, in this chair. And so we appreciate your time. Uh, since you're a big celebrity now and all, like being on the Hot Cues podcast, uh, I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your honesty and your truth a lot. Because uh, Same, man. 
you know, there's, it's good to have someone that holds you down every once in a while and, and it brings you back to life, you know? Yo, can you two just go into like, can you two go into like a hotel room or something where we get to AC and just bake out so we could finish this whole sexual tension shit already? There's no sexual tension, Tony. None. Listen, listen, when, when you get older, you but can, if Mikey uh, pre asked you to go back to the hotel, you probably should be like, yo, hold up, hold up. He's got a man crush on you. Pop to see you guys in AC though. Should be fun. Can't wait, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us on the Hot Cues podcast. You can find us on all social media. Oh, Nick, we didn't even tell everybody. Where can they find you? Obviously, on all social media platforms, they can find you at? Uh, DJ Nick uh, Spinelli. S-P-I-N-E-L-I. Spinelli. And that is not a made-up name. That is his actual real name. I know a lot of people thought uh, because of the DJ world and spinning that you made that name, but it's his actual name. It's the real thing. The real deal. All right, so our biggest takeaways are from, from today are to Mississippi. Always to Mississippi. Always to Mississippi before you hit the crowd. And just film what you're doing every single day. If you could take anything from this, like literally just put a camera in someone's hand and and put it out there because you never know where it's going to take you. Right, Nick? Yeah, don't overthink it. You don't, you don't get to decide like what's fucking good. You know, the people get to decide. So just fucking put your, put your shit out there. Don't overthink it. That trending sound is legit. Everything is content. Everything is content. Everything is content. Everything is content. Yep. All right, Nicholas. Thank you so much, man. We'll catch you in AC. Tony, you got any last final words? Um, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in to the Hockey's podcast. You can find Nick everywhere, every social media at DJ Nick Spinelli. Um, you can find Nate at DJ Nail- Nate Nelson. Well, I don't know why I said Nia Nelson, but at DJ Nate Nelson, me at the Tony Pre, and of course the Hockey's Podcast at Hockey's Podcast. And as always, love, peace, and chicken grease. Take care. Brush your hair. Peace out. Yo, this is the first episode we didn't mention Boochies. Oh, we didn't mention Boochies. That's right. Take care. Brush your hair. Take care. Take care. Brush your hair. That's it. We out. Peace. Thank you.